0: Spread number love across the globe. It's the Vibe Show podcast with your boy Kano the Don, the Vibe King. And we have a special guest joining us on the show today. This is a special one, y'all. We have famous actor. Esteban, <laughs> and look, I don't want to say your, your last name wrong. How, how do how do you pronounce your last name, brother, the correct it, way?
1: It's Carmona.
0: Carmona. Esteban Carmona joining us on the <laughs> show today. It's about to go down. Let's do this. What's up, man? I'm good.
1: I'm good,
0: man. How you doing today? Man, blessed, man. And, and I want to, before we even start and jump into this, man, I just want to thank you for taking time out of your business schedule, man, to just chop it up with us for a little while. You know what I mean? The email's man, been going crazy, you man. You got my emails going crazy, man.
1: <laughs>
0: you know what's interesting is um I've seen you and you you you've been, how long have you 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 been in the game for a little minute?
1: I've been in the game for a little bit. I mean, I started acting when I was in high school, but I uh I really started hitting it um after I graduated college, in college a little bit too.
0: Right. And, and 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 I'm talking about your range is crazy. But before we jump into all of the the craziness, man, how you just killing it on the screen. Um <laughs> I wanna I wanna I wanna go back a little bit, man. I like to give my listeners a little a little history on you, man, so they all know, you know what I mean? You ain't no fresh fish in this game, man. You've been in this game <laughs> for a minute. So
1: Yeah. I um so I I was born in Philadelphia, PA. I um and I kind of you know it's actually funny acting uh, was kind of a mistake. Um I mean it's not a mistake now, but I I didn't want to be an actor. I originally wanted to be a dancer.
0: Come on. So in my
1: high school, I uh, you know I saw Step Up and I was like, all right, Shannon Taylor, I see you. So I was like, all right, yo. Um so I went to my high school. I I tried to audition for that and there was a whole mix up and I just ended up in the acting audition and I was like, you know what, let me just give this a shot. I'm here. Like, okay, whatever. And I was also in high school, so I was too scared to like say anything about it. <laughs> so I ended up doing it and I got into the program and I was like, okay, I was just like this improvised scene that I did because I didn't even know I was going to do this thing. Got in, ended up doing it and then like stuck with it for the for the for the rest of my high school career and by the time college came around, I was like, all right, well, what do you want to do? And I'm like, I guess I'll just keep doing this acting thing. And uh, <laughs> it kind of just, you know, fell into my lap like that.
0: Wow, man. So you never never even had a, a desire to even um, be an actor or anything like that? Oh,
1: no. It seemed so unattainable. It seemed like something that was just like, you know, like there's actors, but there are already actors. If they're acting, they start when they're kids. Like I thought it was just it didn't even seem like an option that it was something that i could pursue
0: right so. right right so uh, man this is this is this is amazing so you know you um 14 you know you and the fam y'all moved to the suburbs right right and um you actually obtained your bachelor's degree in fine arts and acting um from right. what that that's Montclair State University Yeah yeah let's let's talk about that college experience man like um what what was that like
1: That was honestly that whole experience changed my life completely like it was All right so going to school for acting specifically they they you know the first class that you take is improv so they really try to break you down and they try to uh, break down all you know your your insecurities the walls that you have built up because i mean to be an actor to be able to is is to be able to communicate with someone and to like to be able to listen and allow whatever comes up to come out whatever it may be you know unjudged and and raw right um at least that's what some of the best actors do that's what good acting is and So it it was amazing, not only one to be in school for acting, but two, the whole college experience to begin with. I mean, you know, it's the I I dormed, so it was the first time that I was on my own, and I think those four years really uh, sculpted who I am today, or at least added a huge, huge impact on my life. Um, The people I met the the different kinds of people I met because in 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 my life in in elementary school and high school I was really only surrounded by a, a very small um, kind of person or the same kind of people so I didn't really know what life was like until I got to college and I was like oh wait not everyone's an asshole
0: not right. everyone's
1: like not everyone's in it for themselves like there right. are other kinds of people out there which was amazing to to learn because uh, my times in Philadelphia and in Jersey a little bit were kind of tough but uh yeah college just it completely changed everything. It opened my mind up to things that I was like, Oh, wait, these are like oh, and there's other people that are driven that are trying to achieve the same things that I'm trying to achieve that's magic it's amazing. it fires you up, and it makes every part of your day revolve around that thing that you want right at least that that was my experience in college
0: when you when you actually um you know started to to get into the arts um was it was it was it difficult for you um with with basically trying to to embody it all with um trying to become the best actor and to be able to deliver in whatever role or whatever part that you um you know may be trying to uh to conquer
1: well it's you know yes in the beginning uh When I was first starting, but I think that was my downfall um, it the easier okay when there's a role that you're right for, or when there's a role that you connect so deeply to, it becomes less difficult, and it so the more right you are for a role, the easier it is for you to embody that character right, because you guys almost think the same. So it's less work in terms of trying to embody this character and it's easier it's more just alright now that I know that this character that this character and I are sort of similar now I can sit back and relax and let me come out through this character Let uh, my come out through this character right in the beginning it was difficult because I was trying to put something on I was trying to push I was trying to to force this quote unquote, good acting etiquette or whatever, whatever I thought was good acting, which meant, all right, let me like cry because then I'll be a good actor or let me like, let me uh, be angry because the more angry I am, the better I'll be at acting. Like, no, nah, that all of that is just like, it's a, it's a, it's a block. It's a, it's a filter that you put on yourself to sort of like, I need to be good. Therefore I need to make this, this X, right. whether it be sad or angry or whatever the case is. And that's a trap. The the better or the more experience you have in the field, you know, it becomes easier and easier because you just allow your energy wherever you are that day or wherever your life has taken you, you know, in your journey, you allow it to come through that. So now you're making this person on the page real. You're making this person a human being and less of a I'm an actor and I'm going to do good acting for this thing. So therefore, whatever good acting is to me, I'm going to try and make it happen.
0: Wow. What, how much how much training um have you had? Because I know a lot of people, you know, it, it looks easy when you see the after um pro, after product of what's <laughs> being put out. How you know, how how difficult is it?
1: So to act in general or to just get into acting?
0: Um basically like to not really to act in general, but like um because I mean we acting every day. You know what I mean? Exactly, exactly. You know, when you really look at it, but I'm saying like on a professional level with, um, you know, roles and, and you know, maybe plays or, you know, it, you know, I know when people look at it, you know, we, we are seeing, you know, because you guys, you know, you make it look so effortless to the point to where, you know, it would make somebody feel like, you know, yo, I I, I can do that. You know, but I'm asking from like an inside, um, inside view.
1: All right. So it's it is difficult, but it really depends on who you're talking about and how much drive that person has to get what they want.
0: And I think I'm, I'm going to
1: make this more less about acting and more about life. Okay. But like everyone's journey is different in life, right? Right. The hardest thing and the most poisonous idea, the most toxic thought is they got this thing when they were 23, therefore when I'm 23, I should be at that place. And if I'm not at that place, then I'm, I'm, I'm inadequate, then therefore I'm not like, I'm, I'm not where I should be. And that that will damage someone's career life, really. You know, it's it's difficult to break into because it's an art and any art that you try to break into... It's going to be difficult because, one, you have to be vulnerable and you have to uh, be confident in what you have to offer. And, two, you have to be used to getting rejected, constantly, constantly getting rejected. Wow. So it's, it's, you know, we're beat down consistently, especially because society in America is all about, you know, if you're not the best at something, stop doing it. Right. Where in Iceland, they're like, hey, you failed, congratulations. Like, keep going, <laughs> do it again, because next time you'll be a little better. And that's, yeah. that's a win for us.
0: Yeah, yeah, wow. Okay, so um, let's talk about the documentary. You recorded your first <laughs> documentary.
1: Yeah, That. <laughs> so that was a, a cyberbullying documentary I did. I was in high school when I did that. Um, and that actually... So that was, that was interesting because the, the, it was an audition for a documentary, even though documentaries are based on real life.
0: Right. So it
1: was like the, the, the qualifying thing before you, or like rather a prereq before you auditioned, was that you had to have some experience with cyberbullying uh, before you auditioned, just so that you have an actual story to tell. And you're not like, hey, I'm going to be an actor on this thing. So uh, I auditioned for this thing. This was actually the first professional thing I I booked. But um, I auditioned for it, and it was basically me just telling my experiences in high school and elementary school with cyberbullying. And um, one, I I got bullied for a majority of my life. Uh, I mean, rather, a majority of my schooling. Right. Um, Mainly because I just never stood up for myself. But uh, yeah, so that I connected with immediately. And um, so I went in. We we went to different parts, like we shot a little bit of my house, we shot a little bit at school, uh, but a lot of it was me sort of just telling my story with my experience with cyberbullying. And it, it was, oh, there was a lot to pull from because I had a lot of experiences with it. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I, I have to be honest though, I was nervous the first, I mean, it was a documentary, so I was just talking, it, it wasn't like I had to act, um, but I was nervous because there was cameras and lights in front of me and this was the first, you know, full-on professional experience I had. So
0: that was, that was, that was crazy. Man. Um, you know, I, I, I want to talk about Jolito, man, <laughs> man, when I, when I tell you this, this role here, first of all, let's talk about deuces, man. Um, let's talk about, um, what it's about and, I want to talk about your role because when I tell you, um, I'm very, very impressed and you really knocked it out the park. I want to, I, I want I to talk about that. that. I, I, that really like, I was just like, yo, this dude is like the next thing for real.
1: <laughs> I appreciate that, man. Um, yeah. So the deuce is an HBO series. Um, and it's about New York in the seventies, um, with the rise of the porn industry, right. So you know you got gangsters, you've got pimps, you've got uh, everyone in the porn industry, and then you have all of the the call girls that are either street or you know where, wherever they're coming from. Um, and it's this this integration of how the porn industry affected New York to begin with, but specifically you know leading into Ulito, how the porn industry affected the pimps.
0: And Ah. what that
1: did to their business, because there was no, there was nothing before that. It was just the pimps had their girls and the girls, you know, made the money. And that was that. And now you've got this whole other industry playing, like, uh, exploiting sex, um, which kind of, you know, the pimps are like, all right, well, what's happening here? And, (laughs) then you know, there's this one scene where Julito and Gary, uh, who's playing CeCe are talking to um, one of the authorities and they're considering making, like trying to find a time to make prostitution legal. Right. Where like, all right, you guys can do your thing, but from this time to this time. And that was the problem that the pimps were having was, you know, if you make it legal, then there's no reason for the pimps. Right. So that was a lot of the conflict during most of it. But (laughs) Julito... Gulito a badass man.
0: Yeah, he Pulito. is man. When,
1: when I first read uh, when I first read that first scene, because um, that was the same scene I auditioned with. Man, I was like, ooh, this guy, dude. I don't know. There's something about him that I connected with immediately. But um, and that's kind of what I was talking about like before when you're when you read a role and you know you're right for it, and there's something about it that you're like, damn, dude, I can't, I can't. Like this is this is so close to to who I am that it's, almost crazy um but yeah man that whole experience working with some of those actors man it was and watching them work it was incredible
0: man like when you when when you got the script you know um like how was how, how was that feeling because like i say this this is something amazing and i really think that it's uh it's it's, it's really a special piece that was put together because um the rest of the actors are amazing In there but like you you really like embodied this character man
1: (laughs) it was uh it's actually funny you know I didn't I originally so when they cast me as Julito I originally only had two episodes and uh that's it I thought that was it I was like all right cool I get to go and do my thing for two episodes and then come out and um it's funny, I'm talking to James, uh, the, my last night on set, and I'm like, uh, I just wanted to say bye to him, because I was like, it was a pleasure working with you, no, no, it was my last time on set, I don't <laughs> know when I'm going to see these people again, Yeah. but, you know, I just wanted to say bye, and, you know, people like, and he's like, uh, yeah, but I'm going to see you again, right, and I was like, oh, I don't, I don't know, man, I have no idea, he's like, I'm pretty sure I'm going to see you again so he walks away i go home and i call my agent i'm like or my manager i'm like um pretty sure james franco just told me i'm coming back to set so i'm not sure what that means but i guess you'll let me know when you find out and then lo and behold they called me back for another episode so every episode i had after that it was i think seven um they, they called me back and they were just like hey we have another episode for you i'm like what is happening right now but i don't know i guess they liked what they saw and they wanted to keep julito in the game i'm not sure
0: Man, honestly, I, I really can't see your your uh your character not even being in the movie. <laughs> like I'm serious. Like um it's just crazy because it's like that scene with when you guys were all sitting at the table, man, and I mean like you killed it.
1: <laughs>
0: you killed it. That was my favorite.
1: It. That was honestly my favorite. That's um, definitely but, one of my you know, favorites. I had and and this is more for the actors that are listening like when you are in a room with people that that are so grounded in what they're doing in life and in their art it's it creates this like this powerhouse of raw energy that you can't ignore so just the fact that I was sitting at that table with some of those people I'm like oh, like this is as soon as it starts everyone's in it and there's like there's that's it we're all here for each other you know right so like if someone's if someone's like if someone messes up, we're here for it. You know? Right. And there were some moments where some lines got got shuffled a bit and we're like, it's all good or we'll improvise to sort of try and get someone back on track. But that's just the nature of working with such incredible people. Is like it, it it that that room was just fired up that night.
0: Wow. Man, I wish I could have been a, a fly on the wall <laughs> cuz I'm talking about <laughs> that scene was was epic man and iconic it's, it's definitely going to go down as one of the one of the great scenes man like it, it really is um man, i appreciate that <laughs> man absolutely man like um how has has being an actor um how has that changed your your normal life you know, when you go out and about and you get noticed and, and you know, it, you know, is your notability picking up now or, you know, are you, have you have to change a few things around when you move around now or it's still kind of at the norm?
1: It's, um, it's at the norm right now, here and there. I, I, I have had people recognize me from the show, um, which is always cool. But right now it's cool. Um, in terms of being recognized for who we feel, The also the thing is though, I, I wore a hat in all of my scenes and I, I don't know, there was a lot of change. Like I had, a uh, my facial hair was a little different. So when you see me in real life, I, you might not recognize me unless I'm wearing a hat, uh, or a top hat rather. But in terms of having acting affect my life, just generally, um, it kind of makes it more full, you know, because in order to be able to relate to what is happening on the page, yeah. you have to have lived experiences in your life so that you know what it feels like, right? Uh, so that you can call upon or, or, or look back at, oh, you know, there was this thing with this experience in my life where someone betrayed me and now I, I have this feeling, but you can't put a name on it. That That is what you're sort of looking back on when you approach scripts looking for similar moments in your life where you know what this feels like. And a lot of the times it's going to be difficult to put a finger on it or to put a name on it or a label, because if you just say, Oh man, I remember that time that someone did this and stole something from me. I was angry. And then you're just going to play angry. And that's going to be that. And it's going to be one level and flat and not layered. But when you, when you approach that kind of script, like, Oh, it, 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 I felt betrayed because of X, Y, and Z. This person was my best friend, and and now they did that. So that's not just like that's betrayal. That's 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 also. There's a little bit of anger in there, but there's so much more. It's so much more layered that it's not just a simple, you know, ah, it was this.
0: Right, right. I, I definitely, I definitely understand that. Man, the 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 outfits, man. Like um did, did you guys have like um the outfits already laid out for you guys or you had a selection? Like how does that process work when it comes down to costumes and stuff like that?
1: When they so before you shoot, they bring you in for a costume fitting. And the costume fitting, typically they have a couple outfits laid out and they just pull them off the the costume designer will pull them off the rack and say, "All right, try this on. Let's see where it's long, where it's short, where it's tight." Um what works, what doesn't work, and uh, it's funny. The, the more Julito progressed in the show, the better my costumes got. Uh, <laughs> so by like, so like the third and fourth episode, yeah. I'm wearing a full-on you red dapper suit with a red top hat, and it's just like it's,
0: man pinstripe yeah, socks, it. I'm talking about man, you really like killing it man, and I'm just <laughs> like, yo this. Well is the- actually,
1: the, the, the thing I enjoy or the thing that I appreciate is that they actually allow, like depending on what suits they give you to try on if you're like, ooh, this one right here, there's something about it that's calling me they'll actually take that into consideration because you are a human being, you know and right. if you put something on and you immediately feel sexy or you feel confident and grounded and that's where you're supposed to be, like that's it you know, that's right. that's what we want. That's what people want. I mean, that's what people want when they wear clothes in general.
0: Right. How was it, um, how was it the, uh, the experience with, uh, working with meth? Uh,
1: meth is probably the coolest person of his caliber that I have ever met. Actually, he's probably just one of the coolest people I've ever met, um, My first time on set with Matt, he, uh, (laughs) I didn't, it was my first time meeting him and he's like talking to somebody just like in a conversation. And and you know how when someone walks up to a group of people, everyone's just like, what's up? And they give each other dabs and all nine, uh, he was one of the warmest people who like that intro, that first introduction, it was like, we were best friends. Are you serious? Wow. And I'm like, I'm like, Oh, wow. Like, I I don't always get that kind of warm energy from people, but that was incredible. And also the fact that we had to then act that day and be in a scene together just made every, like, we worked off of each other. There was, like, he, and it's funny, the, the, the first time we shot, he improvised a couple things. So when you see him, if there's a little bit of dialogue in the beginning before the actual scene starts, it's probably him riffing. And it's the most hysterical shit that you'll hear because he's just—I don't know his—I don't know how his brain works, but he just comes up with some of the most genius things. And I'm like, how did you even think of that? Like, what? <laughs> wow, man! But he's—he's he's hysterical. He's—he's he's crazy, and he's also just like—he's there for you, you know? Yeah. Because he like i he, hes hes method man, you know? Like he's messed.
0: He's, Absolutely.
1: He's—he's he's revolutionized his field. Like that's that's just what it is. He has so much respect. So he doesn't really owe anyone anything. Right. But the fact that he was so you know, that he would give me tips here and there sometimes or he would be like, yo, make sure you're watching out for the camera to your left and showing you some love I'm like, all right, yo, I appreciate that. I, I, I appreciate when an actor can 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 separate themselves or just when a celebrity in general can separate themselves from their from their status and just be a human being and Meth was able to do that, and you know that just from what I've been, from what I've experienced, and from my time with him, um, incredible to watch.
0: That's another thing, man. Like, how do you, how do you, how do you balance, like, all of the cameras? Like he's saying, like, watch out for the camera on your left. Like, I mean, like, what are you supposed to do? Are you supposed to look at the look at the left sometimes, or like, like, what does he actually mean by that?
1: Base. Okay, so. Energetically you're opening yourself up to that to, 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 if the camera's on the left you're gonna open yourself up to the left. So what that means is yes, you can look to the left if let's say you have a cigarette in your hand right. and you're gonna toss it why not toss it to the left where the camera is
0: Oh it's
1: like, something as simple as that or if you're if something's happening and you and you need to like look away for a second, you'll look to the left because the camera's there there's typically I mean this one they were shooting they had two cameras. So there was the main one and then they had, uh, the other camera taking a different side. Um, so yeah, that was like, that's kind of what you're doing when you have those moments because the main camera is capturing the main action, right. right? So you, and, and the director is going to put you where you're supposed to be. So you're going to literally talk to the people that you're talking to. You're not going to look a different direction to talk to someone who's right in front of you. However, when there's that second camera, now you're opening yourself up to that too. So you can talk to the person you're talking to, but there's just a little sort of hint of being of opening yourself up to that camera as well, in case they get a shot there that they like, right? And they'll use it, and it's not like your back was to that camera the whole time, and now they can't use it because,
0: oh. because it just looks weird. You know, cause I always wondered, man. Like, how do you supposed to balance when you got two, three cameras like pointing at you? Like, are you supposed to look like one way, or are you supposed to just, you know, sometimes look to the left and look to the right, or you know, cause you're trying to be normal while while doing it. You don't want to be obvious, like, hey, look, there's a the camera over there. You know? <laughs> <laughs> right,
1: right, right.
0: Yeah. You don't want to look like. You don't want to look look too much use. like okay. a rookie. That's crazy. Yeah.
1: It's- it's kind of just like keeping your mind like, like keeping it in the back of your mind. Like, all right, I just know that there's something here. So if I, at some point during the scene happen to, you know, whatever to the right or to the left, I know that I've got some love on this side too. So it's not going to be, it's not going to be, uh, it's not going to be hidden or it's not going to disappear under everything else.
0: Wow. Got you. Got you. Um, Worst experiences, man. Um while being in the uh, the entertainment business. Uh what's the worst thing that, that you've experienced and what's the best uh, thing that you experienced? All
1: right, worst and best. Uh good question. Um let's see. Worst experience I have had. Honestly, you know, it's tough to it's tough to think about worst experiences that I've had because those kinds of experiences you know make you grow and, and also sculpt you into who you are right but if I had to put a label on, on one of my worst experiences it would be hmm let's see probably a couple a couple bad auditions. Um, I've had an audition once where I went in and I wasn't the most off book and literally in the middle of one of my lines, uh, off book, by the way, it means you're memorized completely.
0: So uh, I was okay. memorized.
1: In the middle of one of my lines during this audition, he just said, "All right, thank you. We've seen enough. You can go."
0: What? And I was like,
1: "Oh, oh, yeah." I didn't say anything though. I was just like, "All right, thank you, pleasure," and I wow. walked out. But sometimes, some depending on who you're going in for, it can be that cutthroat. Um, which is just a lesson to like, all right, you know, now you know when you go into that office, be as off book as possible. Right. You know, some people don't care. Some people, I've booked jobs not having, not being completely off book, even for the final callback. But that's typically because they have, like, eight, eight scenes or, like, 10, 12 pages of lines that you, is almost impossible to memorize unless you spend 36 hours before the audition going over it. Right. Um, and then, best experience I had, I'm going to have to say the deuce, man. Actually... That the scene that you were talking about earlier at the table, yeah, um, that is probably was probably one of the best experiences I had on set.
0: Wow, because
1: that was that was and it was for the same reasons that I talked about before. That energy that everyone had, that that the fact that they were all there together, like supporting each other and and being so giving, you know, with their energy, being so vulnerable with each other, it was just it was incredible to be a part of and and sitting at that table especially was just firing up. the best way I could describe it.
0: (laughs) When you see yourself on on, on camera, you know, and on film, like, how does that make you feel? Do you ever step outside of the bubble and and look back like, yo, like, I'm really, like, doing this?
1: Um, when I... The first time I stepped on set for The Deuce, I had that moment. Like, oh, shit, I'm really doing this thing. Like, this is really happening. Right. Um, When I see myself on camera, it's a little different because that's kind of like the aftermath. You know, like everyone's seeing it for the first time. But for me, the hype is actually doing the thing. Once it comes out, then it's like, oh, shit. You know, when I saw my first episode, 100%, I was like, oh, my God. I'm actually on this show. This is actually happening.
0: Right. I can't
1: believe I'm doing this. But after a bit, then it becomes like, all right, like I belong here, you know? It's kind of uh, like this is this is what I'm meant to do. This is what I'm meant to be doing. Right. So I, it becomes less of a surprise when it happens and more of just being grateful to the fact that I have an opportunity to do something like that.
0: Right. And be a part of something great.
1: It's, exactly. Man,
0: that's dope. How, I, like... How did you how did you as you transition and your transition gets bigger and bigger because I mean you're heading towards the moon man um like how does like how do your friends um and family how are they taking it all
1: My family is the most supportive I I I think if it wasn't for the fact that my family is so supportive I probably wouldn't have been able to do this. Um, I don't know, I'm not gonna say that, but I don't know, it, it, it's just, it's really nice knowing that my family has my back. Right. Um, like my mom almost every day is like, you are amazing and you're gonna reach for the stars. Like it, it's, it's, I have that kind of support and it's, it's incredible because again, when it, when, you, when it comes to a field like this, you're dealing with so much rejection that you start to question you know, is this something I should be doing? Have I wasted my time? Like, am I wasting my time? Is it something that I'm just... It's like either you get it or you're not, or, or like, what's going on? Right. Um, so it's been nice. And my friends as well. My friends, I... Uh, my close friends, it's um, amazing because our relationship, has, it, it doesn't change. You know? I mean, a lot of them are <laughs> actors as well. Right. But it's nice because the ones that I am the closest with it's like you know it's like nothing it's a nice like you know we're just chilling out talking whatever the case is it's it's normal so nothing's changed yet
0: wow and any 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 uh crazy fan experiences
1: (laughs) um thankfully not yet i mean i've had some some people message me on instagram and it, it got it gets pretty weird sometimes but like you know, you could just block those people, and that's fine. But uh, I haven't had any crazy fan experiences yet, um, and I'm happy about that. And I also don't like, depending on who, if a crazy fan, if a fan comes up to me, I won't even call him crazy, if a right. fan comes up to me and is, like, is, is over the moon... I'm I'm living for that, you know. I'm like, yeah. all right, yo. If you're
0: hype about this, I'll be hype about this. Yeah, too. Like, what's up? let's get hyped together. Right. <laughs> yeah, definitely, man. Definitely, um, man. Let's 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 take a little moment, man. I want you to, uh, you know, give give some shout outs, man, to um, to your fans, to your listeners, um, new fans, family.
1: Absolutely. Uh, well, first of all, I gotta give a shout out to my mom. Um, my biggest supporter since day one. My brother, AJ, has been, you know, it's been there for me from the beginning as well, and uh, our relationship is amazing. Um, my girlfriend, she's she's also an artist, and it's we, we push each other almost every day. Um, it's amazing. My friends, my fans, the people that have reached out to me because of uh, some of the work I've done, That that right there, I have so much respect for that. And, like, it's so easy when you get to a certain point that fans just become a number right and I don't want I don't want that to happen you know I don't want that to be I want I want to be able to have a relationship with my fans and and be able to talk to them and, and have you know dialogue
0: right right um, right
1: because I respect that you know it's like just if a fan if someone appreciates your work then that, that's you know without that you wouldn't really be anywhere if no one appreciated your work. You wouldn't be working,
0: man. I love someone that someone
1: appreciates your work. You're working.
0: I love that you said that because I feel the same way. You know, because it's 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 kind of weird. And I said that you know, um, if I ever get to that space to where it gets to the point to where it's you know, I'm I'm super busy to the point to where I, I at least want to have somebody in position to be able to to answer those fans and and say, thank you. Because if somebody takes time to comment and say they like something, they like your work or, you know, they really appreciate, you know, what you're, what you're bringing. I just think that it's not right to, to not say nothing. You can't have 4,000 comments and not just throw a mass blast off to everybody. Yo, thank you for all the love. Or I don't see where that, that hurts. Right.
1: Exactly. Exactly. I mean, I think there's a balance because I I, you know, it really did, like I can imagine how time consuming it is when every post you put up, especially if you're posting every day gets 4000 comments every day like no you're not going to sit there and reply to everyone. But yeah, a mass blast or something where you show appreciation or even another post that that shouting out your fans something like that 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 shows love to the people that are showing you love consistently without you having to have done anything right it's just that like, well, it's like a respect it's a mutual respect they're human beings just because they're fans doesn't mean that they're less than you know
0: right, right I, feel like I sometimes
1: i feel like that's easy to it's easy for people to to flip that and to be like oh now that they're my fans now i don't know them anything now like they're just like they they they, they, they like me but like you know whatever like they it's whatever
0: like no, have some respect, you know. Man, that's amazing that you um, that you says that, that you say that, that. And that's really it. Really says a lot about who you are as a person. And um, you know, you're humble, and I, I really admire that, man. I, I really do. You know, and, and to hear you say that really says a lot about your character, man. So I, I really, really appreciate that. Thank you, man. Because I'm a fan. You know what I
1: mean?
0: Yeah. I'm I'm definitely a fan of your work, man. And I, I just <laughs> think that you're dope. And um, in, in 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 every way, man. Um, what's what's like? What's next? Like, what could we what could we expect? Like, what's what's next? What's the big thing going on? Can you spill any any tea, any juice for us, man?
1: Uh, yeah, actually, I have a um another show coming up. It's not TV; it's theater this time. But I am over the moon about it. I get to play Oedipus in Oedipus El Rey. So Oedipus Array is basically uh, kind of like an urban adaptation of, of the, the, the Oedipus show that everyone knows. Right. Um, so it's set in California, and Oedipus has lived most of his life in jail, so when he comes out is when the story that everyone knows sort of continues. Um, and man, this role is going to be probably the best role I've had uh, to date. But just mainly because it's gonna be so raw, man. Like the. Are the, you serious? The oh my god! It's it's. I mean, Oedipus. Okay, do you know the story of Oedipus?
0: Man, you know I've heard of it. I don't know it though.
1: Okay, so basically, Oedipus is. Their Oedipus's father gets a message from an oracle, basically saying that his son is going to kill him. So his father is like, oh no no no, like we gotta we gotta kill this dude, we gotta kill my son, my unborn son. So he attempts to because he's saving himself. However, the person that he gives his son to to finish the job doesn't do it. So now Oedipus's father thinks that he is safe because he killed his son. However, he didn't kill his son. So now it jumps in time, and Oedipus is living a life, you know, at least in this show, he's in prison. So he's been in prison his whole life. He gets out uh, and he goes to one of his friends um, who in that same household happens to be his mother as well. Really? doesn't know that. Wow. But there's this, there's this, there's this uh, connection that they have immediately when they see each other. Kind of like you meet kind of like someone like that you've been best friends with for for a lifetime and then you haven't seen each other in a long time and you see each other again and it's like, oh, this is, this is that feeling that's familiar to me. That is what happens. Um, um, but it becomes sexual. So they get a relationship and then they start, you know, they start sleeping together. They start The mother and son? Start, oh yeah.
0: Oh Lord.
1: They're Yeah, they're in a relationship now. Now. Oedipus, amongst trying to be a king, because this is ultimately what he wants, is power, comes across his father, who he doesn't know is his father, in sort of like a, an everyday dispute that he has, and ends up killing his father. His dad doesn't know that this is Oedipus, but towards the end, as he's dying, he is dying, realizes, oh, this is my son. This is the prophecy is coming true, exactly what the prophecy was said is happening.
0: Wow. And, and, when... and then the
1: story continues and then everyone finds, well, Oedipus and Jocasta is the uh, is the, the mother, find out that they're actually related so it just goes to chaos. I won't say what happens after that but it just goes nuts. It goes to chaos.
0: Man, that is going to be like a story. So it, 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 can we expect that in theaters or it's going straight to... Uh...
1: It's going to be in theaters. Oh, no, no, no. It's gonna It's going to be a play so it's going to be Oh, so
0: this season. is going to be a live play yes yes what yeah so are you guys going on a roll with it or
1: it's going to be at the end of may and it'll run up until the end of june wow yeah and it'll be at the magic theater in san francisco
0: and i i know that this is going to be video so is it eventually going to be available um uh you know available for us to be able to watch it if we just we can't make it to san francisco
1: that i'm not sure of um i doubt it typically because it's tough to record plays um and keep it uh aesthetically pleasing for something for film mm. um so, yeah, this might just be a once-in-a-lifetime catching in San Francisco or not. Wow. But it's fine because it, my my main goal right now is uh, to hit TV and film. I'm grateful that I have this play. And it's also like, uh, you know, there's this whole sort of uh, uh, negative connotation with film and TV um, actors because they – you know, there are a lot of people are like, oh, you know, film and TV, you don't have to, you know, there's no acting. It's not like, you know, it doesn't take much. Right. Um, so this is bittersweet to, you know, it's a bittersweet. You know, my background came in theater anyway, so I did theater mainly in college. And then I went over to TV and film and did a little bit there. Um, but it's nice to come back to my roots. And, like, this is really where the fire happens. This is where the passion comes out, you know. It's, it's going to be nuts, and I can't wait.
0: Wow, man if you know i wanted to uh to ask you too man if if you had an opportunity man to uh to speak to a room full of inspiring actors man that's trying to follow your footsteps and mm-hmm. they want some wisdom and some some direction and and you know some words of encouragement and you had a room full of those people, and you had an opportunity to speak to them, what would you tell them?
1: I love that. Um, I would tell them keep on, man. Keep on keeping on. Keep going, keep driving. Um, It's going to break you down, and you'll really see how the kind of person you are when you get into those dark places where you don't think you're good enough or you think you've been wasting your time or you think that that you know you should have gotten something that you didn't keep on keep driving because this is what i told myself when i was in high school and i was trying to figure out what path i wanted to take in life i didn't want to be later in my late in my life regretting the fact that i didn't try to get this dream that i wanted mm. i would have regret i ha- i would have hated that and i wouldn't have wanted to live a life of regret so i said why don't i just hit this thing try it drive for it And if it works out, amazing. I would have just achieved a dream of mine. And if it doesn't, at least I tried. And I'm sure I will have learned an an ample amount of things from it to take me forward in life. Um, But a lot of the times I say keep driving. Keep going. Don't stop. Don't give up. You know, Do what you have to do to survive, but don't give up. Because this field, this, this acting industry...
0: Uh, can do that to someone. It can definitely break someone down. Wow. Man, that's that's deep, man. I I really really um I really appreciate that. Um You know, it's it's just having, you know, having people like you come on the show, man, just it really really is amazing. You know, because you guys Always give something back to the listeners and and always some encouragement to to keep people to keep to keep going, man, because a lot of people a lot of people be wanting to give up, man. You know, you know, they, they, they have dreams, they have aspirations and stuff like that. But it means a lot when, you know, people on your type of level can, you know, give them some encouraging words. It really, really means it really, really means a lot. To people,
1: well, you know, it, it, it's all really due to you creating the platform and allowing people to, you know, spread their wisdom. So I appreciate the fact that you're having me on here and, uh, and allowing me to talk to your listeners.
0: Right, man. I, I just, like I say, you know, and and for you to actually do the interview, I, I just think that it's, it's really really dope. It says a lot about about who you are as a person and. um I value that and and I'm I'm a fan for life man and um I'm wishing you more more blessings more success and um I already know I mean you you you're destined for greatness man and I would love if you would come back on our platform again to uh promote anything that you want to promote or you just want to just come in and and chop it up man i I just would love if you would come back and grace the show again with your greatness man absolutely
1: man i would love to i would love to
0: definitely dope um and for your fans let's 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 give them uh let's say something to them all those faithful fans who support you um one thousand percent what would you say to them
1: um, thank you for the support. I mean, all I can really do is show my love for, for the people that are showing me love. Um, but also don't forget, you know, your own aspirations and your own dreams. If if you love my work, I love that. But if you can take something away from my life and, and relate it to yours or, or take something away from the drive and the motivation that allow you to now want to achieve your own dreams and dream bigger than you thought you could that means more to me if you can if you can improve your life somehow um not that not not that anyone's life needs improving but if (laughs) if you get that thing that you want um and if your motivation and your drive is just you know that much more fired up that's i i appreciate that um Mm -hmm. and 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 i hope that you know people can do that honestly like yeah acting is my dream and all um and it has been but the the deeper i get into the industry the more intense my my dream becomes and it and it becomes you know less about acting itself and more about what what I can do for the world and
0: wow. what I can you know yeah. acting
1: gives me a platform and it gives me the opportunity to reach a lot of people um but now I want to figure out how I can use that to influence people man man i I, I knew
0: some I knew it was something special about you, man, <laughs> <laughs> I knew it, man, you know what I mean like you you just You're just a good guy, man, like, and, 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 you know, it's just, it's just great to meet another great person, man, in this, in this crazy mixed up world that we living in right now, man. It's just so good to meet another great king, man. I I really, really thought, man, and on that necessary list, man.
1: Thank you. I absolutely will.
0: Absolutely, man. It's the Vibe Show Podcast with your boy Kano the Don, the Vibe King, and my super special guest, my brother, my family, Esteban Comonia. Say it again? I know I'm saying it wrong. <laughs>